0: Yo, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to the D Lloyd NBA podcast. I want to give a special shout out to everybody who is tuning into this podcast, either on iTunes or on my YouTube channel D Lord NBA. I am of course your host, D Lord, and we have a ton of stuff to talk about here, a ton of news and rumors that went around the NBA over the weekend. But I wanted to make sure everybody has a great and a wonderful Monday, August 7th, you guys. So a ton of stuff here. You guys definitely want to make sure you watch or listen to this entire episode. A lot of things to cover here. Doc Rivers, he was replaced as president of basketball operations. What does this mean for the Los Angeles Clippers? Carmelo Anthony, he said he has lost his joy for the game of basketball. LeVar Ball, he has some words for LeBron James, but the first thing we're going to talk about here today is Kyrie Irving. Now, Kyrie Irving, a huge story going around the NBA pretty much all summer, and he's probably still going to continue to be a huge story for the remainder of the summer. Now, he marked down his four teams that he is interested in possibly playing for, but of course, Kyrie Irving does not have a no-trade clause, so the Cleveland Cavaliers, they could simply trade him to any team that they choose to. Kyrie Irving also said that he does not plan on signing a long-term deal to whatever team he has traded for, so teams could theoretically be taking a risk. But Kyrie Irving, he is under contract until 2019, so teams will still have a couple of years to try to convince the young point guard to sign with them but coming out of left field a team that nobody really expected when Kyrie Irving was talking about possible teams was the Detroit Pistons now Stan Van Gundy he came out and told the team's website that they indeed have talked to the Cleveland Cavaliers about a possible trade now this is something I talked about on my YouTube channel I don't see this trade actually happening but it is something that you do want to play around with and just see what are some of the options so Looking at the roster of the Detroit Pistons, you think, what can they possibly offer the Cleveland Cavaliers that could convince them to move Kyrie Irving and them instead of other teams? Andre Drummond is one that definitely comes to mind. You will have to think that Cleveland would be interested in the services of Andre Drummond. He is a huge liability liability at the free throw line, but he could rebound for you. He can still put up some points for you as well. And the Cleveland Cavaliers have a little sore spot on the front court. You have Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson currently. But having to upgrade like Andre Drummond, that would definitely help out as well. Another player when he looked down this roster who could make sense is Avery Bradley. Now, they, the Pistons just grabbed Avery Bradley from the Boston Celtics, and they could possibly ship him back out if it's going to bring them Kyrie Irving. And this would be great for Cleveland if Cleveland were able to somehow – Somehow finesse Detroit into giving them Andre Drummond and Avery Bradley. That would be a really good trade, and I would jump on that if I was Cleveland. Your starting lineup would theoretically at that point be Derrick Rose, Avery Bradley, LeBron James, Kevin Love, Andre Drummond. At your five spot, then you have Tristan Thompson coming off of the bench. Surely he should be able to lock down the paint against other teams' second units. So that should be a very good move if that was to happen. But a reason why I don't see that happening right now is because that would pretty much deplete the Detroit Pistons roster. They do have some young players, but you lost Caldwell, Pope to free agency. Um, you're going to lose Avery Bradley, who you just got, and then Andre Drummond, definitely the heart and soul of that team right now. You lose him, and you will get Kyrie Irving in exchange, but just don't see that bettering the Detroit Pistons as a team. You do have Reggie Jackson currently. Um, You do get an upgrade there by getting Kyrie Irving. But overall, I don't see how this would benefit the Detroit Pistons too much. But other than that, those are the only two marketable players that I could see moving for Kyrie Kyrie Irving. So that's why I don't see this trade quite happening. But it was something that was being reported over the weekend. And it's definitely interesting to talk about as well. And, you know, just want to entertain some things, especially at this point of the offseason. But another offer that was given to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and this one is more serious. And this has a a higher chance of actually happening. The Phoenix Suns, we do know Phoenix is extremely interested in Kyrie Irving. They have Eric Bledsoe over there. Eric Bledsoe, he's been working out with LeBron James in Vegas. This could all make sense for both parties. Now, reportedly, the offer that the Phoenix Suns gave to the Cleveland Cavaliers was Eric Bledsoe, Dragon Bender, and a first-round draft pick, which means Josh Jackson and Devin Booker were not involved in that trade. The Suns have already came out and said that Devin Booker is not available to trade. And that makes a ton of sense. Devin Booker, this guy has absolutely been balling in the NBA his first two seasons. He has a ton of potential, and I could see him being an all-star in the next two seasons. And then you have Josh Jackson. Nobody knows 100%. What is he going to bring? You do know that LeBron James is a little interested in Josh Jackson, but what else is he going to be able to bring? We do not know for sure. He looks pretty good, in my opinion, in the summer league. But we'll see how he'll stack up in the NBA. But other than that, Eric Bledsoe, Drogon Bender, first-round pick. Is this a win for the Suns if they're able to get Kyrie? I think it is. Eric Bledsoe, solid guy, solid guard. But Kyrie Irving is better. Drogon Bender not losing too much if you're going to get Kyrie Irving back. And then a first-round pick. If you're a playoff team, we all know those first-round picks are not that valuable but for the Cleveland Cavaliers will they be winning in this trade and this is when I would have to say no you get Eric Bledsoe a guy who could play the off guard position with Derrick Rose he can even take over ball handling duties sometimes and let Derrick Rose play off ball so those two should be able to complement each other fairly well I do like Eric Bledsoe possibly going there his agent is best friends with LeBron James so all of that works out Dragon Bender he will be able to add some depth to that front court of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't see him being able to get the front court much better, but he's able to add some depth to that. Then a first-round pick, like I said, not too valuable if the Phoenix Suns are going to be a playoff team making this trade. But this is something that also has been reported. I'm not quite sure this exact trade will happen. You do know Cleveland, they really want Josh Jackson. Devin Book is for sure off the table. And I think that is really the only thing holding up this deal as of right now is Josh Jackson, is Phil, um, the um Phoenix, excuse me, going to be willing to move on from Josh Jackson? Um, I don't think they will right now. Would I? I probably would just because you don't know exactly what Josh Jackson will do in the NBA. He could be an NBA All-Star. He could be a top five player in the NBA, but we do not know of certain what is he going to do. Kyrie Irving, he is a proven guy. You know who you're going to get. When you get Kyrie Irving, you're going to get yourself a top five point guard in the NBA, hands down. And I will go ahead and I will move that trigger. Other news, we have Doc Rivers. He has been demoted. He is no longer in charge of the Los Angeles Clippers personnel decisions. Now, to me, this is the writing on the wall for Doc Rivers. He was brought in. He was in charge of all the personnel moves. And he was the head coach of the Clippers But during his time here, he really never got L.A. over that hump. They were always a really talented team, always a team that you thought was definitely a top four team in the Western Conference, but they were never able to just get over that hump. Granted, a lot of the reasons why was due to injuries, but they really always underachieved flat out. Clippers, Lob City, all that good stuff that that they were talking about earlier, and they showed, and all the promise they showed never came to fruition. And like I said, I think this is definitely the writing on the wall for Doc Rivers. So now that he is no longer in charge solely of personnel decisions, he should still have a hand in play. I think that is a slap in the face to Doc Rivers' ego. But like I said, I think now all the pressure is on him to To win some games as the coach of the Clippers. And not only win some games, make some noise in the playoffs. I think that is definitely what the Clippers have been looking for. But with this current roster, will they be able to make some noise in the playoffs? I see them making it there. But I don't see them getting past the first round. The Clippers are no longer that team that a lot of Western Conference teams are going to be scared of. The Western Conference is absolutely stacked. And Doc Rivers... Um, I don't think he's going to be able to help them out too much. But that is something, you know, we'll see. But I definitely think if I'm a betting man, this is the last year that Doc Rivers will be the coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. We also had Carmelo Anthony talk over the weekend as well, saying on a Friday interview, that he lost his joy for the game of basketball. Now, we all know he pretty much forced his way to become a New York Knicks when he did not want to play in Denver anymore. He got his wishes that we had Amari Stoudemire. And at the time, the Knicks looked like a team that was going to make some noise and definitely contend in the playoffs. You all know we went through the Jeremy lin Sanity phase as well, where the Knicks also did good. But, man, did everything just fall apart for the New York Knicks. They were never able to live up to the hype when Melo first got there, and then now they are an absolute mess as an organization, as a whole. You could blame a lot of it on Phil Jackson, but Carmelo Anthony had the opportunity to leave. Back in 2014, he decided to stay. Good thing for him, he did manage to get that no-trade clause in, so he could kind of control a little bit which team he wants to go to. And with that said, he is definitely still trying to go, to the Houston Rockets. If you if you know my YouTube channel, you subscribe to me there. You know I'm not a huge fan of him going to Houston because that is too many ball-dominant players on the team. Chris Paul, great point guard, great vision. But he has to have the ball in his hands. He's a dribble-first point guard who wants to dribble, 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 and then make the pass. James Harden, he needs the ball in his hands. However, I do think he can adapt a little bit more. But then you have Camilla Anthony. He's going to need the ball in his hands as well. He has shown that he can play with other talents in the Olympic Games. But over NBA season, I think he will want the ball a little bit more. But other teams, he said he's not interested in the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Oklahoma City Thunder, they are a dark horse, in my opinion. They are attractive, I believe, to Carmelo Anthony. But how are they going to be able to get him? That is definitely going to be the question. Carmelo Anthony, he is definitely trying to get the New York Knicks to buy him out as desperately as possible. Then he'll be able to sign with just about any team for a minimum contract. Now, the last story. That we're going to talk about here is LeVar Ball. He is at it once again. LeVar Ball, he never manages to have a dull day in the NBA right now. LeVar Ball talking to LeBron James, who, you know, he kind of criticized not too long ago. He is saying LeBron James should actually join the Lakers if he wants to win another NBA championship. Now, this is definitely something we need to discuss here, and I would love to have the conversation over on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter, you can go ahead and follow me. My um Twitter handle is nba. You guys can go ahead and talk to me over there. and We can make this discussion even longer. But LeVar Ball, saying that LeBron James needs to go to the Lakers, we all know that LeBron could possibly leave Cleveland and go to another team. The San Antonio Spurs, that is a viable destination. That could help him win as well. But the Lakers, with, Levar Ball, um, with Lonzo Ball, could that win a championship? Now, the Lakers are in a very good position where they could get at least one big-time superstar to a max deal. But they could also make a couple of moves and they could possibly sign two Max deal players this upcoming offseason, which could be Paul George and LeBron James. Now, coming out of Paul George's camp, he really isn't too excited to play with LeBron James. But you're still able to have that flexibility of potentially getting two superstars to join Lonzo Ball in L.A. Lonzo Ball pretty much having an audition year, trying to get a lot of players to want to join him. And I don't think that will be too tough. Watching him in the summer league, he could pass the ball extremely unselfish. I don't think he will be a great scorer. I do think his shooting form is going to hinder his game. I mean, not being able to pull up dribbling to your right, I think that is a pretty big flaw in your game, but extremely good passer, his ball vision, his court vision, excuse me, is incredible, but he definitely needs to work on his scoring, and he needs to work on his defense abilities, but if he brought in LeBron James, LeBron James will help improve a lot of teams, however, I still don't see how that will be any better to them matching up against the Golden State Warriors, in the situation he's in now, in Cleveland I still don't see that he could go to the Lakers and just like that they're winning NBA championships. He'd be 35 years old also. I really don't believe Levar Ball in this situation. I know he likes to speak things into into existence. I just cannot agree with Levar Ball, Lavar Ball, excuse me, in this situation. But that is pretty much everything that took place over the weekend. We will see what happens with Kyrie Irving in the upcoming days? I do think Cleveland will hold off. I think they're going to push this as long as possible. But I do think he will be traded within the next month. And I do believe that the Phoenix Suns, they're going to have the best shot of getting Kyrie Irving. But that is all I have for today's podcast. If you're not already following me on Twitter, please go ahead and follow me there at NBA. And also, if you're not already subscribed to me on YouTube go ahead and subscribe to me there, D NBA. You might already be watching this over there on YouTube. If not, you are definitely watching this or listening to this on iTunes. I definitely want to thank you guys for listening. We will be back tomorrow to cover all the remaining news that happens since this podcast is out. Hope you guys have a wonderful Monday, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.